Well, hello and welcome to episode 18 of the All Things Least podcast with myself, Ed McIntyre. And uh, joining me in the studio this week is, of course, Leeds United fan Charles Foster. How are you, Charles? I'm fine, mate. A little bit tired, but fine. <laughs> yeah, it's quite this very early. Uh, good Easter weekend? No. <laughs> yeah, but football's been dreadful. The weather's been nice, though, at least. Yeah. And, and it also feels good to be back in the studio as well. Yeah, I like a nice other space. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, a, a warning now. This is probably going to be the most depressing episode of the All Things East podcast you will listen to. Uh, as this week, we do have to look back on what has been an awful Easter weekend for Leeds United and Leeds United fans. Two losses in four days. A 2-1 loss at home to 10-man Wigan. And then a 2-0 uh, away loss at Brentford. Results that I've seen Leeds slip to third and three points behind Sheffield United to win second with two games to go of the season so automatic promotion is well and truly out of Leeds United's hands and our hopes of finishing in the top two look all but over uh, and it also hasn't even been a good week for Leeds United in 23 as they lost 3-0 uh, against Newcastle in the semi-final of the Premier League Cup at Nevermore Park in Geisley on Tuesday night we'll discuss that and if it couldn't get any worse we'll be looking ahead to the game this Sunday lunchtime that sees the Whites go up against the most informed team in Europe right now Aston Villa stay with us Uh, well, I kind of find it an achievement that I am still here. I haven't cracked open a cold bottle of uh, Domestos <laughs> after Leeds United have bottled uh, automatic promotion. Uh, let's start with uh, last Friday's game then. Uh, Wigan at home. Now, we were going into this three points clear in second. Um, I'm going into it with such optimism. You know, it's, oh, yeah, it's Wigan at home. It's going to be easy. Um, and, you know, we're going to get the job done. But, you know, it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy. We ended up losing 2-1 against 10-man Wigan. Charles, uh, what do you think went wrong? In this game for Leeds United, we just we di- we didn't like we wanted it. We we just took it for granted quite a lot during the game. We went we had the, we got the penalty, they got their man sent off, and then we scored, and then we thought, ah, oh, this is won. That, that's the feeling I got from the players. They yeah. thought this is won because we won nil up. Think maybe we think maybe they were a bit too casual. Far too casual. Yeah. Far 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 too casual. Yeah. And um, taking Calvin Phillips off at half time was a massive tactical mistake. Yeah, definitely. Adam Forshaw being in a lead shirt is a massive tactical mistake. <laughs> Just the crosses from the left wing from Harrison Nalioski just made you want to scratch your eyes out. Uh, <laughs> it was just poor. Yeah. And we missed chance after chance after chance after chance. And we just lost the game and that was it. And, yeah. we, and that was the moment we lost our Mac promotion. Yeah. It wasn't the Bedford game. That was the that was it. No, I, I wouldn't say it was the Wigan game that we lost it. I would say it's for QPR loss. Stoke lost, Birmingham lost. All of these added up. You know, they, they, they think it. You know, it's a mindset thing for the players. You know, in all those games, you know, we're going into it thinking, ah, we're coming up against a team who are in good form. This is going to be a walk in the you're park. Not, you're not going to go in the top two when you have and you've lost eleven games this season. You're just not. No. You can get in the playoffs with eleven losses. You can't get in the top two with eleven losses. Yeah. So the likes of Norwich, when they play badly, they just draw. Yeah. We just lose. Yeah. <laughs> it's all the losses against the teams that we should be in, which has cost us really. But you know, do you think you know? It's for players, you know, mindset going into the games, thinking, you know, we are going to win this. Yeah, they were just they just thought it was a, it was a given. And yeah, I mean, you know, you do look at it. You know, Wigan they've got the worst away record in the league. They had only won one away game all season. That was back in August, uh, where they beat uh, Stoke three uh, nil at the Britannia. Um, and we have the best home record in the league. So on paper, you're thinking, you know, it is going to be easy for us. But you know, it really wasn't. I mean, you just couldn't write this stuff, could you? <laughs> What's the famous saying? When it rains, it pours. When something goes wrong, the entire thing comes crashing down. 
Yeah. And uh, <laughs> that sums up Leeds right now. When it rains, it pours. <laughs> Um, we did go ahead in this game, though. Um, but they had already been down, uh, sent down to ten men uh, after a handball on the line. We'll, we'll talk about that penalty then. Um, so we didn't see it. We were over in the south, and we couldn't really see what he had given the red card for. But it, it did. It was a definite handball. Well, actually, for me, it wasn't. <laughs> I thought it was a bit fortunate. Really? Yeah. It looked like it kind of bounced off the area between his wrist and his stomach. I, I would have been annoyed if the leaders player had been sent off for that. It was a, a massive slice of luck we didn't take advantage of. And yeah. um, we, yeah, we didn't. We didn't score the penalty. But we can see why the referee took uh, sent the player off because he, he think you know it's a handball on the line. You know, just denied a goal right there. Yeah, I'm not. Sh- the ball was kind of flashing across goal. I'm not even sure if it was goal bound, but you know, I'm not going to complain if decisions go go, go our way. Yeah. Um, and then the penalty was just not not that great. Yeah, well, it hit, hit the post. I think it was aiming first, firing the corner as possible, but it ended up hitting the post. Pablo Hernandez missing a penalty, uh, of all people. Um, but still, a better penalty than what Dan Bamford. You know, Bam- Bamford's the other week against Millwall, that was such a poor penalty. Pablo, at least he struck it well and aimed for that corner. Uh, he just dragged it too far wide of the tag and ended up coming off the post. We've had three penalties in the last kind of four weeks and we've missed two of them. Yeah, <laughs> well, you know, all of a sudden we're getting a load of penalties now and just missing them. Not, fun. not like not like leads to miss a chance, is it? Uh, especially a golden chance like a penalty. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that penalty it was on 14 minutes. Bamford uh, put us ahead on 17 minutes, so three minutes later, good strike. This from Bamford took it around the defender well, shot from a tight angle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a pity that I can't do that every time he gets a chance. On his weak foot, far corner, good, <laughs> good finish. Yeah, and and it's those kind of moments where you look at Bamford and think, you know, you're some player, but then other times it's like, you know, you're, you're not good at all because you the, just the ball sitters. bounces off him. Yeah, oh, it's annoying. You know, it annoys me because there is a good player in Bamford. There is, but for some reason, just don't produce when it matters. Sometimes they can say that. I'm not sure you can learn the whole Wigan defeat on Bamford. No, no, I'm not blaming the whole Wigan defeat no. on Bamford. But every I'm, single one of them was responsible yeah. for that. Yeah, no, I'm just saying. You know, the goal that Bamford scored. You know, it indicates that. You know, there is a good striker in there. It just needs to show it a lot more. Um, but Wigan to do equalise just before half time through uh, Massey. A good time for them to score. Poor time for us to concede just before the break. Uh, but it's, it's a poor goal to concede, isn't it? Really poor goal. Defending was woeful. And uh, Casilla for me, you know, I, I didn't think he made himself big enough as well. Uh, to He made two mistakes. The first yeah. one was when he got the ball back. Instead of turning right and finding Harrison or Ali or even someone like Hernandez further up the pitch and sending it long, he passed it straight into Berardi, surrounded by three Wigan players. So Berardi launches it long. It gets intercepted in midfield. It's just the simplest ball over the top you'll ever see. And Alioski just decks it like he... The amount of times players were decking it against Wigan and Brentford is ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, they, 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 someone needs to have a go, go at the guy providing the, the kit man, the whoever's providing the shoes, the, the boots, because they're clearly, <laughs> they're clearly somewhat wrong with them. They're clearly <laughs> attaching blocks of soap or something to the shoes. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Ali Oscar, he slipped all so many the time. times. Yeah, and then he and then he slipped against. Brentford tore his meniscus. Yep, uh, so he's now out for the rest of the season. We'll move on to that in, in, uh, shortly. Um, but yeah, it, 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 poor goal to concede. Casilla, I didn't think, made himself big enough at his near post. They scored. Uh, one all at half-time. Um, and then they uh, double the lead on 62 minutes. Massey again. Um, you know, where's the marking here? Where's the marking? Two headers in the box and, and it equals a goal. You know, 
such poor marking, poor defending. Well, Berardi was far too deep and then got beaten in the air. And then Ailing and Janssen couldn't recover in time and yeah. he has a simple header. We missed Liam Cooper in this game, didn't we? Yeah. We did miss Liam Cooper. I didn't think I'd be saying that this season, but we did miss Liam Cooper against Wigan, I felt. Yeah. Yeah, missed his presence, missed his height, missed his leadership. Um, you know, Liam Cooper, he really is important to the team. I didn't think I would be saying that at the start of the season, but <laughs> I, I am now. Uh, but yeah, another poor goal to concede. They go two and ahead. Uh, we struggle to create anything good. It's just poor cross after poor cross after poor cross. Yep. <laughs> At the moment, that's kind of the theme, isn't it? Yeah. No kind of penetration. No. No getting. No getting in behind. No kind of any. No. Not any kind of measurable quality on any cross or free kick or through ball or pass. Yeah. It's just woeful. Yeah. And now we have to go play a massively informed Aston Villa side, <laughs> followed by a team that's already relegated. Uh, I mean, both of them are dead rubbers because us and Villa are already in the playoffs. Ipswich are already down, so the two most pointless games I can think of. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything to anyone. And then we've got to go into the playoffs. Well, I mean, if <laughs> it's absolute fate that Frank Lampard's Derby County is going to knock us out in the playoff <laughs> semi-final and I'm going to put my fist through my bloody uh, kitchen window. Mate, oh, let's not. Let's not. <laughs> um, but yeah, 2-1 to Wigan, full-time. You could tell the players were distraught, you know, as were all the fans, you know, the players, they, they, were, they were down. Do you think the heads were lost there? Do you think it was that moment after that Wigan game where the players just felt, we've bottled this now? Yeah, they bottled it. Yeah. There's no way getting around that. They bottled it. They they had the chance and they bottled it. Yeah. You know, I said uh, in one of my videos, you know, I used the words disgraceful, woeful, not good enough and embarrassing for that Wigan defeat. I mean, it, you know, it was. Yeah. I, I felt really let down. I think every fan did, you know, losing 2-1 at home to 10-man Wigan. Yeah. It's disgraceful, isn't it? <laughs> it's not the worst defeat I've ever seen for Leeds, but it's no. one of the most disappointing. But when you're fighting for automatic promotion, you need to be winning these. And that has, you know, that game, you know, I, I did say earlier, you know, it's all the other losses added up, but it's this Wigan defeat right here, which just feels as though it is the game that has cost us playing in the Premier League next season and it's just really, really... Probably has. Yeah, it's just really disappointing. Really, really disappointing and, you know, the, the players, they should be ashamed of themselves for, for, for that performance, really. Um, and yeah, so Sheffield United, they beat Nottingham Forest 2-0 earlier in the early kickoff that day. So we knew what we had to do going into the game but we just didn't do it. Um, so we dropped down to third on goal difference with three games left. Uh, going into Monday's game, it, it was a must win, really. Wanted to remain in with a chance of finishing in the top two but it was always going to, it was always going to be difficult. You know, we were away at Brentford where we haven't won there since uh, August 26, 1950. Uh, and we still haven't won there. We lost 2 0 this game. I mean, this was just as bad as the Wigan defeat, wasn't it? I'd argue it was worse because I think for the first 25 minutes against Wigan, we looked like a football team. This was just shocking. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let, let's, get this, let's get this straight. Keith Stroud absolutely robbed us at 0 0. Yeah. Because we should have had a penalty. Yeah, definitely should have had a penalty. Yeah, that, that's the most Stonewall penalty Stonewall. I've ever seen. And it's not like he's miles away and he can't see it. He's literally stood right there. I think it's because it was kind of a slow motion tackle that he didn't get oh. given. If he if he goes into it speed, that gets given. And it shouldn't matter the speed, it's the contact which should matter. But yeah. Keith Strads are not a decent referee mm. at all. He's, he's let every team in the championship down. He will continue to do so yeah. as long as he's officiating. Not that I'm blaming the defeat on that because Roberts massively overhit a touch which lost us a perfect opportunity. Later on in the half, Roberts 
appeared to just miss the ball entirely and, yeah. and sent it miles wide when it was one on one. And um, I'd argue probably Roof would have finished them chances. Yeah, and Bamford as well. He missed quite a few chances as well. Um, no, definitely should have had a penalty. Keith Shard referee. I mean, oh, just a joke. Just as over. Officiating him in this league is, is an absolute joke. And, you know, if, if we got a penalty there, now I'm not saying we would have scored it, we probably would have missed it, knowing, knowing us on penalties now. But, you know, if we had scored it, it could have been a completely different game. Yeah, and then. Janssen's not marking his band properly and one simple ball in behind which is the same same thing we conceded both goals against Wigan for and just, yeah. just a simple ball over the top and they've, and they've scored because Casillas run 30 yards out of his goal and yeah. I don't I don't probably not Casillas though defence should be marking him better yeah definitely um, and then it's a massively uphill battle because you yeah. know they're just going to sit in and that's what they did and we just got set piece with a set piece which we launched into the stratosphere <laughs> um, while I was sat in my local swearing at the TV and because it was the middle of the afternoon there was like a bunch of kids about and I got so many glares off parents I can't even tell you for, for, for just swearing constantly at the TV and uh oh, but rightly so rightly so I mean it, it really was just dreadful I've got to say I, I really went in on Neil Moore playing Ollie Watkins on Twitter I, I'm not going to apologise for that because I stand by them both but that, that <laughs> really yeah you have to check my tweets about Ollie Watkins I can't actually say him right now he got booked for diving during this game as well didn't he? yeah I may have I may have tweeted something about that um <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> I can't read it out, but, but yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, yeah, like I say, I, I would say, I would agree with you, it's probably worse than Wigan, you know, we just look confused. Of all, it looked like we hadn't played a football match together. We, we, we just weren't, you know, just weren't playing right. Bamford, he had another poor game here, missing opportunities, you know, he missed a good chance early on. You know, the commentators on Sky were saying, you know, it, it was a, it was a, a half chance, but it was a good opportunity. That it, that I saw someone wide. say that the reason we we miss all these chances is because I think the players have got it in their mind that there's always going to be another chance, there's always going to be another chance in the game, and they they don't seem to appreciate the fact that when you get these chances, it should you, you need to take them. You, the, the other team should be kicking off thirty seconds later. You need to score every time. Yeah, it's not. It isn't. <laughs> It's the championship. You you only get a certain amount of opportunities a game, and yeah. if you miss your opportunities, you will lose, or you will at best get an nil nil yeah, or a draw. Exactly. Can't score in general because we don't shoot. The amount no. of times we pass it around the, from the wing, one wing to another wing, without actually ever having a, a shot goal is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, our set piece delivery, I would argue, is the worst in English football. Probably is. <clears throat> now, I mean, Pablo, what, what's happened to his set pieces? There was a corner in this game which he, he, he took in, and but it, but it went out straight away and then came back in, and and referee gave a goal kick. What's happening? What is happening? They just bottled it, mate. They bottled it against Wigan, and, and their heads are gone now. Yeah. Let's <laughs> just hope for that Bills can um, get him somewhat. Okay for the playoffs at least. Yeah, <laughs> I, would li- I would like not to be embarrassed. I would like to go to Wembley. Yeah, I, I would like to go to Wembley as well. I swear, oh, I just, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't <laughs> hack another game with Adam uh, Forshaw starting. I, I, I can't do it, mate. Yeah, that that was. Um, it's just infuriating. He cannot play football. Yeah, that that was one of two changes. Phillips being dropped. Was this a big mistake? I. F- I can't think of a less effective defensive midfielder. He's not a defensive right. midfielder. I, I don't know where he plays in midfield because he can't shoot, he can't score, and he can't defend. Like where where does he play? For sure, where does he fit in? I think he likes to think of himself as sort of like a championship Jordan Henderson, the kind of just quarterback in the side, but he doesn't even do that no. properly. He's not good. I mean, Phillips, how you drop Phillips is beyond me. He's our best defensive midfielder, the heart of this team. And, you know, taking him out, it's just weakened the spine there. And that was a bad, bad decision from Bielsa, I feel. Cooper, he started this game, though, which was a bonus. I thought Cooper did okay. Of course, you know, we conceded two goals, so it 
Cat is a brilliant book. Should have been three, really. Yeah, I mean, we were looking not, not to be not to lose three or four nil. But you know, Coupe was back in, which is good to see. Back early, um, which is good because uh, we did miss him against Wigan. But of course, it, it didn't it didn't really mean anything because we did concede two goals. But uh, we'll, we'll go on to the Brentford goals then. So just before half time, Mope he he scored. Uh, poor to concede again. The gap in defence is massive. I hate Neil Mope. <laughs> Yeah. I really do. I when he really scored, he's do. celebrating in front of the away fans as well, which is just... Uh, Again? Yeah, oh. it's just awful. Um, but yeah, yeah. gets hit by a bus. <laughs> but a poor goal to concede. Gap in defence is too big. Pontus, he's absolutely nowhere. Keiko, his positioning is very questionable because he was so far off his line. Like, why is he so far off his line there? I don't understand, but... Um, and it's not like he makes himself big either. He kind of slides no. in like a... Well, he like can't a, make himself like, big. Like a centre-half, rather than spreading his arms and uh, making himself as big as possible yeah. and he comes far too far off his line yeah well he, he can't he can't make himself big because he, he just isn't big but you know it's not like this goal came as a surprise because they were having good opportunities I, I felt as though it was quite an even first half but they were getting better of the opportunities Sergei Canyos he uh, had a good effort uh, about six minutes before that where Kiko Kassir made a good save um, when uh, Canyos cut in on his left and then aimed for the top left hand corner Mope decided not to shoot on his left foot when he should have done because he probably yeah. would have scored and he cut back onto his right and then got tackled yeah. So yeah. You know, I think that's the difference as well between Leeds and other teams. You know, the teams that are going up. Norwich, they have Pookie, twenty nine goals this season. Uh, Sheffield United, Sharp, McGoldrick, both on double figures. Mope at Brentford, they're in mid table, and they've got a striker like Mope. Birmingham, Che Adams, West Brom, Dwight Gale. That's the difference. They have all those class strikers who are getting twenty odd goals a season. We don't. We have Bamford, who who can only score a couple of goals over 10 games. And then we have Kemar Roof, who we probably don't even know his best position, really. Yeah, I mean, that's what happens when you skimp your way through multiple transfer windows. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the difference, though, isn't it? They, they have top-class strikers we just don't. Fundamentally, Rajazani is not rich enough to run a football club. And I say that in the modern sense. He can run a football club, but he can't... He needs, he needs to run a football he, club in the Premier League. He can't invest money into it. He just relies on... He needs the Premier League money. He doesn't have any money of his own. He just relies on the club's own income. Yeah. The people coming to the, the barriers and the sponsorships. Yeah. We don't actually have any money. Yeah. And, in, and in the Championship, you barely get anything. So that's why, you know... And you get you get nothing. You know, in the Premier League, you know, that, that's where we would uh, succeed. Running a football club in the Championship is like treating your finances like a like a, a, like a guy with a severed carotid artery just bleeding all over the place. You, you know you're going to die eventually and you know you're going to leave the job. There's no there's no certainty. No one ever remains a Championship club owner for for 20 years. Yeah, yeah, definitely not. Apart from the um, likes of Mel Morris, but even he's only been running it for about 10 years at Derby. Yeah. We'll go on to the second goal then. Uh, so it won't at half time. 2 0 on 62 minutes. Canyon's here again. Again, awful defending. There's plenty of yellow shirts back, but no one seems to be able to put a foot in for some reason. The, uh, another dreadful goal to concede. Um, we bring on Ruth and Clark to try and um, you know get better in the game, try try and pull it back. But no, it's hard for them to to affect the game when you when you two 0 down away at Brentford. And uh, yeah, we missed more opportunities. Two 0 to Brentford full time. Like I said, looking not to be three or four 0 uh, down. Uh, so that uh, result kept us in third. And after Sheffield United, they thrashed Hull City three uh, 0 away from home. So we're now trailing by uh, by three points, um, and they have an eleven better goal difference than us. We're also six points. Behind league leaders Norwich City, so they only need one more point to get promotion. So uh, the top two is pretty much out of sight now, isn't it? You know, it, it's well, it not. It's, it's, it's not impossible. It's not impossible. It's not mathematically impossible. But 
automatic promotion. No, it is now all but over, isn't it? You know, the, the playoffs it is. Yeah, it's playoffs. It's third place. Yeah. Uh, we get we get away leg first, don't we? In the playoffs, we're playing sixth place with the away leg first. I think you get that's the biggest advantage you can get. Yeah. Because all we got to do, all, well, I say all we got to do, we got to go down to Bristol City or Derby or Borough, whoever it is. Yeah. Well, who who would you want? Because Derby even sixth from the six seven points. Millsborough seventh from six seven points. And then Bristol, they are eighth on sixty-six points. It's out of those three, really, who are gonna make, who are gonna get in that sixth spot. So, who do you want? I don't want Borough. No, I don't want Borough either. I, I don't really care about either two because we've got a good record against both of them. Yeah, I'd probably want Derby because <laughs> I, I, I don't want I don't want part to make the playoffs. No, I wanted to fall at the final hurdle and cry into his no. rid- ridiculous tie. I'd say that because we've done better against them. Though you know, Bristol we. Edged out a one nil away there. We always beat Bristol City. Um, we always beat them. But we always every do. single year we beat them. Derby. I, I'd say I want Derby just because I know that Bielsa knows everything about Derby now, and we beat them four one away and uh, two 0 at home. But it should be more. That's who I would want. Derby County, but Bristol City want mine. Definitely do not want Middlesbrough. Are we both agreeing on that? We don't want Middlesbrough. It'll just be a grind that we'll lose if we play Middlesbrough. Yeah, <laughs> you can just see it already. Won't be able to score against them. No, it'll be a nil-nil, and then a nil-nil, and then we'll then we'll win on penalties. Also, Daniel Ayala with heading the ninety-fifth minute winner. <sighs> that that be at Ellen Road. Yeah, De- definitely do not want Middlesbrough. Uh, so Bristol City or Derby County? I want I want Derby. You want Bristol? Bristol City. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, two losses, top two chances all but over. Looks like playoffs. Just need to accept it now. It's hard to accept, but. You know, we need to accept it and, and move on and, and cheer the team on because we've still got something to play for. Still plenty to play for. Five games left, potentially, with the fifth one being at Wembley. So, still a lot to play for. We need to cheer them on. But, yeah, it's hard to accept because we've been in the top two for so long. Everyone's just fallen at the final hurdle. We're, everyone's just good. We're no. bottle jobs. We are bottle jobs. Nothing else to it with bottle jobs. But, yeah, still need to cheer the team on. We've got plenty of stuff to play for in the playoffs. We still have a chance of playing Premier League football next season. Yes, it'll be hard. It'll be like a lottery. But, um, you know, we just need we just need to stick by them, show our support, and hopefully get them over the line. Um, come on, Leeds. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Uh, now, before we move on to the twenty threes, uh, as we mentioned, um, Alioski uh, news came out on a Tuesday with regards to uh, Alioski, who uh, hobbled off the pitch during the first half of the game against Brentford. Um, he sat straight on the bench, so he didn't look too bad um, watching it there. But um, news came out on Tuesday that he has torn his meniscus, uh, which I believe is in your leg. It's um, the kind of protective muscle that joins your thigh to your knee. Yeah, uh, but he will be out for the remaining games, uh, including the playoff games. He's out for six to eight weeks. Think what you want about Alioski, but it will be a bad miss, won't he? No. Do you not think? No. But it's one less option to use now on that wing and also left back. Like, who's going to play left back now? Well, by that logic, why don't we sign Akin Fenwa from Buddy? <laughs> he's an option. It's like a, He's been a so, so bad, and his Bambi legs have finally injured him. Uh, okay, falling over the way he does every single time he runs it's putting the terrible balls no, I, I think it's a bad loss mate. I, would, I wouldn't play Stuart Dallas though I'd play Leaf Davis Leaf Davis that's yeah. who I would play um, I mean there's also Bavardi that's a shout as well yeah, yeah. I, I, I think I'd rather play Leaf Davis left yeah. foot definitely wouldn't want to play Dallas um, Yeah, my, my option would be Leaf Davis you know he came in against Aston Villa back in December did well did nothing wrong and then we haven't seen him in first team since so yeah I, I would like Leaf Davis to, to replace Alios get left back now um, but yeah that, that's a weird one for Bielsa to think about probably a few selection edicts at left back you've got Bavardi, Dallas or Davis I'd stick Who? Leaf Davis Bogush and Edmondson 
and Shackleton into the team against Ipswich. Yeah, I, 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 would, I would try to do that as well. Probably not against Aston Villa, but definitely against Ipswich. You know, Why not? We, we, you know, last two games now, the chance is for us to stick out the kids in and then see what they've got. Yeah, it would be nice to just kind of give everyone a run out before the playoff. May, yeah. as, may as well. And then just, just see who, who wants to pop or have a go and see it leads up. Uh, I would love to see Shackleton again. Uh, you know, another time this season in the first team. Did nothing wrong, and he needs more of a chance. Um, yeah, leave Davis at left back for me, but Bielsa would probably go Dallas. <laughs> no, 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 Bielsa. Yeah, right for Dallas. Um, yeah, I would. Bogus. I would like to see him maybe on the bench. Um, is he Brown? Is he Brown? Does, does he not deserve a chance now in these last two games? If he don't play these last two he games, was, he was all right in the game last night. I was the I was at another mob parking guys last night. Yeah. I watched the game. Um he was alright. There was one point where Bailey Peacock Farrell was trying to organise Brown in a one man wall for a set piece and um, we were stood right behind the goal so I could hear him shouting at him. He's just like shouting at Izzy, move over. Izzy <laughs> Move over. <laughs> just shouting at him, and it, it took him like four attempts. And Brown's just like turning around and glaring at him. And I, at that point, I thought, oh, "But you're just looking forward to going back to Chelsea, aren't you, mate? <laughs> Two more games, and you're back on your back on the train home." Yeah. Um, but you know, he, he needs he needs a chance now. He doesn't need his last two games. You know, if he doesn't get in this team, then he'll, he'll probably never play the first team. He won't play the first team. No, not again. You mentioned Edmondson there. I like to see him be given a go as well. Edmondson, um, you know, he's scoring him in twenty three. So stick him in first team because no one's been able to score there. Um, but no, be also he'll probably just keep it unchanged. Uh, but we'll move on to the to the to the lineups in a bit. Uh, but we'll move on to the in twenty threes now, though. Where you know we would usually cheer ourselves up because they've usually had a good week and, and won a game, but they haven't. They lost 3-0 in the semi-final of the Premier League Cup uh, to Newcastle in Geisley uh, at Nevermore Park. You know, I, I watched the first half. It was 0-0, uh, but we looked decent. Just lost it in the second half. Charles, you, you were there. What went wrong? We just got we got counter-attacked too easily. We um, their, their three goals were a penalty, which we should have cleared before the ball even came in. The, se- the second one, one was just a mistake on the uh, halfway line by... Uh, Bryce Zano just didn't release the ball anywhere near fast enough and just got he got pickpocketed and they just ran on and scored and the third one was just literally was like the last kick of the game just a throw in <laughs> yeah. and uh, he just just ran straight into the box and blasted it past Peacock Farrell no one was, seemed to be marking him yeah. just like lack of concentration we, we we had some good opportunities ourselves but could never really get through their back four no. did taking Phillips and Bavardi off at half time affect the team a lot? I think we lost Phillips's Solidity in the midfield. I didn't notice Brady doing much. A few headed clearances, few balls forward, stuff like that. But yeah, but Phillips is that good. So if you take him off, we're going to be missed. Um, but yeah, Phillips, Bavardi, uh, Jack Clark, and Bailey Pickup Farrell. They started uh, this game. Uh, quite interesting to see Calvin Phillips start for him in twenty three. I know that he didn't play against Brentford uh, the day before, but. You know, quite interesting to see Calvin Phillips in 23s. He, he seems to have gone down to pecking order now in Bielsa's mind for some reason. No, I wouldn't say that. Bielsa likes keeping people up to a certain standard of fitness, doesn't he? Match fitness. Yeah, yeah. And Brady and, and Brady and Phillips didn't play the full game. They played half a game, so. Yeah. Jack Clark, he's playing two games in two days. Played played against Brentford in London uh, on Monday and then uh, on Tuesday <laughs> playing for the in 23 So uh, he's obviously. Uh, got good fitness, um, but yeah, interesting to see that. Um, Izzy Brown, he he started to as as we've mentioned. Um, you know, he looked good, and like you know, like I say, for the last two games, he he has to get a chance. If you don't get looking in the last two games, then he probably will play for the first team again this season. Edmondson as well. Um, you know, let's talk about that. So, which, which under 23s impressed you? You know, you watched them live 
on Tuesday. Which ones impress you the most? I liked Hazana in the first half. He was good. Um, yeah. I liked Kaikadoy. He was good when he came on. He was very skillful. I liked. I don't. I think. I don't know. If, I think if it's true. I couldn't really see one of the centre halves. He was quite a good centre back. And it was. I don't know if it was Pascal Struik or not. It wasn't Hugo Diaz. Uh, I think it must have been Struik. He was quite yeah. good. He was big, strong in the air, proper old-fashioned centre-half. Yeah, I like uh, the look of him. So Hazana as well. I, I quite like quite like the uh, look of him. Got Gotts had a fair bit of trickery about him. He got out of a few dangerous situations. Yeah, um, maybe he's one to, to try getting the first team if possible. But, yeah, I'd, have to, I'd, stick, with, I'd stick with Davidson for the for the first team. I wouldn't play Stuart Dallas. Yeah. Uh, Lee Davis and you know try give Bogshaw or Edmondson a go really. Stuart Dallas uh, is all effort and no quality. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, Desmond twenty three is an unfortunate loss, but you know it's been a fantastic season for them and you know they've won the league, uh, so well done to them for that. Uh, they've still got playoff games to play uh, to win promotion, so uh, good luck to uh, Deming does. Uh, but Desmond twenty three, so uh, let's uh, look ahead to uh, Leeds United's, Leeds United's uh, final home game of the regular season, uh, Aston Villa at Ellen Road on a Sunday lunchtime. So. Sky for that. <laughs> Twelve hmm. kick off on Sunday. Um, yeah. I mean, it don't really mean Great anything stuff. anymore. It's just a game. It's just a no. friendly. But we're going to go into that knowing whether um, a top two finish is on the cards or not. Because Sheffield it's United, not. if Sheffield United win on the Saturday, and then we know for the Aston Villa game, yeah, it's, it's all but over. So yeah, uh, I look forward to Jack Grealish sticking three passes at Ellen Road. Yeah, it's going to be a tough game, isn't it? You know, we're coming up against the most informed team in Europe right now. Aston Villa. They've won the last ten games in a row. Ten games in a They've row. Dragged themselves from fourteenth in the table to fourth, fifth, the fifth. Yep, fifth. West Brom are fourth. Oh, if they beat us, they might go fourth. Yeah, but yeah, it's going to be very tough. It's going to be very tough. Villa are obviously a, a, a good team and, and a team to watch out for. Yeah, I'll. <laughs> I wouldn't want them in the playoff final. No, I'd rather play West Brom. Yeah, same here. I think Definitely not. I think, uh, I think they're a stronger side, Villa, on the day. Yeah, I mean they clearly are. You know, ten wins in a row. No bad team wins ten games in a row. Uh, but yeah, definitely one to watch out for, uh, especially in the playoffs. Uh, where they're guaranteed to finish. They're in fifth on seven. Uh, 75 points 12 points above uh, 7th um, so yeah guaranteed uh, to finish in the playoffs so, you know, like like you were saying earlier it's going to be a dead rubber game pretty much yeah d- not, nothing really riding on it I, yeah. d- I think we're pretty I don't know how many points we are clearing third but I think it's a fair few yeah so they're, they're going into it 10 wins in a row we're going into it on the back of two losses against two terrible teams yeah they've uh, got they've got playoffs guaranteed we've got playoff gar- gar- playoffs guaranteed it's it's just meaningless. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, you know, we I wouldn't say it's meaningless. You know, we have to win, really. You know, get get the hope up again and mood up again uh, around Leeds and, and, you know, get a bit of a run going as well heading into the playoffs because that's really important, get, get, you know, going into the playoffs in form. Yeah, I just I can't see us winning this game. No, I'm 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 not too hopeful for this game either. I, I mean, we might nick a draw, but I'm not optimistic. No, no, not at all. But you know, we need to win. If we don't win this, then I'm not hopeful for the playoffs at all. Lineups, Bielsa, he, he probably won't make any changes, but I feel we need to. It would be a mistake not to. As we were saying, you know, stick a few in twenty threes in there. Leaf Davis at left back. I'd put him there. Charles, what what uh, changes would would you make? Start Phillips. Lineup. Start Clark. Yeah. Start Phillips. Start Clark. Tear up Harrison and Voshaw's contracts. Um, <laughs> probably start roof, and then just, yes, and then just have, have a go. Yeah, I've got a great start roof uh, for Bamford. 
Uh, Clark um, on the left for Harrison. Uh, Leif Davis at left back. Phillips in midfield for for, for sure. Don't know they've changed that. We definitely need to make changes. And then maybe just stick a few 123s on, on the bench. Lee Brown, Bogus, uh, Edmondson. Plenty of 123s. So you, you might as well ju- just give a go. Might as well. Yeah, for, for the last uh, few games. Uh, score prediction. We said we weren't hopeful, so I'm guessing you're going to go with a loss. Probably something like 2 0 Villa. <laughs> 2 0 Villa. <laughs> Jack Grealish, Tammy Abraham to score, probably. You know what? I'll I'll go two one to Leeds United. Uh, I, I I don't wanna. I, I wanna say that Leeds United are gonna win. I don't wanna put in my mind that Leeds United are probably gonna lose. We probably are gonna lose, but no, I'll go two one to Leeds United. I'll be optimistic. I'll be hopeful. Um, and yeah, we we need to win if we want. You know, just to lift the mood again and get everyone going uh, heading into the playoffs. Uh, but that brings us to the uh, end of episode eighteen of the All Things Leeds podcast. Sorry that it was uh, a very short one and probably the most depressing podcast you'll ever listen to in your life. Yeah, sorry, I've, I've not been able to get myself up as much in mood for this. It's, yeah, it's very early and there's there's just nothing positive to talk yeah. about. It's I'm sorry, it's just been hard. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's literally nothing. I feel positive numb. To talk about I feel Leeds have made me feel numb. And yeah. now I'm I'm spreading that to you lot. So come on, apologies for that. Come on, we still got the playoffs. Still got the playoffs. Still got a chance. But yeah, f- thank you uh, to Charles as always for for joining me in the studio. Yep, cheers for having me, mate. Uh, thank you to everyone who has listened as well. We really do appreciate you. Uh, if, you if you're still listening now, if you've stuck by us, <laughs> I don't blame talk, you. If you talk, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I won't blame you if you switched off during it because we just sound so do us a favour though chuck us a like and share it before you yeah. do yeah <laughs> uh, give us a like share follow the podcast on whatever platform you're, you're listening on uh, give us a 5 star rating on Apple Podcast if you're listening on there uh, share it around as well follow All Things Leads on social media we're on Facebook to search up All Things Leads uh, Twitter and Instagram search up All Things Leads 1 keep up to date with everything that is happening subscribe to the uh, YouTube channel as well if you have not already me and Charles will be back next week to have a look at the final game of the regular season where we take on Ipswich away from home. Can't wait for that one. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully Leeds United maybe still have a chance of finishing in the top two. Who knows? No, we don't. But <laughs> still tuning anyway. Cause yeah, still tuning anyway. Cause, uh, you never know, we might have beaten Villa. Yeah, we might have beaten Villa, so it may be a lot more positive podcast next week. Uh, but yeah, uh, make sure to uh, tune in uh, next week. Uh, thank you for uh, listening to this episode and uh, we'll see you later. <laughs>